Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Money Stepper Q&A podcast, question 31. How should I invest in a stocks and shares ISA? Today's question comes from Money Stepper Savings Challenge top performer, Kath D. Now, Kath is greatly outperforming her original goals for the year in the Savings Challenge, but she needs a little extra information about investing limits for stocks and shares ISAs. Kath asks, Most of my long-term investments are in good pensions, great for when I'm in my 60s, and in property both my own home and a flat that I rent out. I also have some savings in an easy access savings ISA with a goal at the moment to purchase another flat with a buy-to-let mortgage. The final amount is in a stocks and shares ISA, but I did not actively choose this ISA. Instead, I got it as part of my mortgage back in 1998. I think it may have been called a Tessa back then. And I've just kept it going after changing my mortgage. I would like to do more investing in funds and make sure I use more of my allowance. Having listened to your podcast and the Meaningful Money podcast on investing principles, asset classes and so on, I feel like I know a little bit about investing, but I still feel a bit paralysed. I'm not using my current allowance. I'm not sure if I should move funds or pay more into my existing funds. And I don't know if I can invest in another fund as part of my ISA allowance or it all has to be in the same fund or the same ISA. Any clarification you can give on this would be great. Well, thanks very much for your question, Kath. I'm sure you're not the only one in your position. From my experience, people tend to save towards their first home first, and then they follow that through investing uh, via a pension. However, it takes a little bit more research and a little bit more knowledge to get to the stage where you're investing in stocks and shares ISA. But hopefully we can give you some advice on that today. First of all, I would suggest some further reading for you. We've recently released our best long-term investing strategy guide, and you can find that at moneystepper.com forward slash investing guide. Now, this gives a lot more information on investing in stocks and shares ISAs and generally on other investing principles for the long term. You should try and digest all the information in that before you listen to the rest of the podcast. I'd also suggest that you read our guide to ISAs versus pensions, which looks into how much and when you want to invest in each. And you can find that at moneystepper.com forward slash ISAs hyphen versus hyphen pensions. Now, any of the linked articles you can also find in the show notes at moneystepper.com forward slash question 31. In summary, Kath, you're free to invest each year any amount up to the ISA limits. That currently stands at £15,240 for the 2015-16 tax year. Once that's in your stocks and shares ISA, you can then invest that in a range of products, index funds, mutual funds, ETFs, individual shares or anything else that you wish. Now, after you've read the long-term investing guide, you should have a bit more of an idea about what you want to invest in within your ISA. But before making a decision on what you're going to invest in in the future, 
your first step should be to understand where you are today. Now that's going to include answering a series of questions. First of all, you need to understand exactly what you're currently invested in within your existing ISA. Who's it with? Who's the ISA with? Um, who are the underlying investments within that ISA held with? How much have you got invested? We speak in detail in the guide about diversification and understanding how well diversified you are across your asset classes. Now, you said in your question that you have your own property and a buy-to-let property and you're thinking about investing in another buy-to-let property in the future. So you want to think about diversification across property and stocks and shares based on what you've also got in your pension. You need to ask yourself what your annual returns have been. Now, this is a real key question. You say you've been invested in this ISA since 1998. You need to have a think about what your return has been annually since that date. That will tell you if your current investment in your stocks and shares ISA is a good one. If you've returned less than 7 or 8% per year on average over that time in your stocks and the shares ISA, it may be time to look elsewhere. But obviously, that percentage figure is comparative. So you'll also want to ask yourself, what was the performance of the underlying market since then? Maybe take a look at the FTSE All Share performance or the FTSE 350 since then. And if your returns are much less than the returns from the underlying market, you may consider investing elsewhere. Also, you should be asking yourself what fees are you paying on your stocks and shares ISA account and what fees are you paying on the investments within that account. So you can actually get charged three times when you're investing in a stocks and shares ISA. You may be charged fees on the account itself. The ISA provider may charge you to hold an ISA. You then might be charged trading fees every time you buy and sell within that ISA. And finally, you'll be charged the management fees on the ETF or the mutual fund or the index fund that you're actually invested in. Whilst you're doing that, it's probably a good idea to check these for your pension investments as well, because minimising fees is one of the key elements to long-term successful investing. Once you're happy with the answers to all of these questions, you'll have a much better understanding of where you are with your current investments. If you're happy with them, you may want to leave them there and you may want to invest more into those same accounts. However, if you realise that your investment isn't in line with your goals, if it's underperformed the overall market or you're being charged very high fees in the stocks and shares ISA that you're in, then you may want to think about moving the investment to a different ISA account, doing an automated transfer, or you may want to invest in different assets or equity classes or a combination of the two. In summary, you'll want to work out three things, Kath. Firstly, diversification. What is your current split in your investments between property, equities, small business, cash and other investments? Given your current diversification, that will indicate where your next chunk of investment money should go. Number two, look at your current investments in your stocks and shares ISA and determine if they're performing as well as the underlying market after fees are taken into consideration. Number three, based on your first two answers, you'll need to form an action plan as to whether you want to move your current funds and where you want to put any new funds that you'll be invested in stocks and shares and with which ISA provider. Now, when I'm answering this question, I also want to explore your situation where you're saving up for cash for another house purchase. This is something I have very specific opinions on, which differ fairly significantly from the standard advice on the subject. As such, I'll come back on Wednesday with an answer to this second part of the question about what to do when you're saving up for an investment property purchase. 
Just a reminder to everyone that the Money Stepper Savings Challenge will remain free for new participants up to the end of October. That means at the time of release, you only have five more days until October the 31st to enter the Money Stepper Savings Challenge for free. After that, there'll be a significant entry fee to enter. And so if you want to get involved, now is definitely the time to do so. The Money Stepper Savings Challenge is genuinely changing people's lives. Get involved now and achieve your financial dreams. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.